does it matter at all where I sit? Yes, it does, I am quick to admit. It may be fun to choose with which classmates you schmooze, but sit there and do not pitch a fit. Seating charts seem a rather bizarre topic, perhaps, to focus on for a first-year teacher, but I feel strongly that seating charts are a very important tool in driving your classroom well, and I want to explain why I think they're important to have and how you can use them to your best benefit. You either have a seating chart or you don't. Those are the two options in the seating chart realm. And anytime you're faced with a decision like that, a dichotomous decision, consider the benefits and the detriments of each of those options. Not having a seating chart definitely has the benefit of giving your students the freedom to choose where they sit. And students like that. And so you may see that as a way to curry favor with them or to make them like your class more, to feel more comfortable because they're in their familiar environment, they're hanging with their own group of friends, and everybody is happy. That is certainly something that is worth considering. But what do you lose when you do that? You lose the opportunity to exert control over with whom students associate. You lose the option to automatically include every student equally in your room beginning on the first day. And this is something I began to appreciate much more as a sub. You make life much harder for your substitute teachers. They do not know your students and having a seating chart helps them know which face goes with which child almost instantly. So considering the advantages of having a seating chart, let's talk about those for a moment. Actually, it would take several moments to talk about the advantages, but I'm gonna begin with day one. Day one, kids walk into your room and often that is the question, where do we sit? You're either going to have an answer or you're going to have no answer. <laughs> having an answer places you in a place of authority. You know what's going on. You've anticipated the situation. But from the student's perspective, and I feel deeply about this one, everyone in your classroom belongs there. You expected them. You have made a place for them and you can direct them to that seat. That includes students that are brand new to the district, students who have been in the district for years, students who are very social and can easily find someone to sit with, and students who are very terrified of strangers and are the last one picked for teams every single time. I want every student to feel welcomed. And on the first day, if I say, absolutely, you have a place to sit right here in the front row, over there on the left side, second from the back, over there next to Harvey. If they've got an assigned seat when they walk in, students know they belong. Another huge advantage to seating charts is structure. I alluded to this earlier about the substitutes who come into your room and the difficulty they will have in filling your shoes. Having a seating chart 
Let's roll, be taken quickly, painlessly, and almost instantly. It lets you hand out papers before class because you know which desks the students will land at. It lets you collect things in order and then distribute them in that same order when you're handing things back. It lets you assign kids to a seat that meets their needs. There are always some students whose vision is terrible. They cannot see from, the, from anywhere but the front row. And there are students who may need to leave class regularly. Placing them near an aisle or near the door is handy. So giving yourself that structure to accomplish all of those bureaucratic tasks is, is amazingly easy with a seating chart. And finally, there is the question of equity. Seats are not all created equal in any room, in any space. There are seats on the left side and the right side, seats in the middle, seats on the aisle, seats at the front, seats at the back, seats next to student X and seats far from student X. And all of those values rank differently with different kids. You get to divvy up all of those goodies frequently. I believe in not only making a seating chart, but in reassigning seats about every three to four weeks so that every kid in your class gets to experience the front, the back, the aisle, the middle, next to student X, far from student X. I find this even more important in Spanish classes where speaking aloud with a partner is a frequent, if not daily task, and you need a variety of experience to get the most from your language practice. Equity matters in a classroom. So not only do students know they belong, they know that they are all equally valued. And I explain that. Yes, you get to sit in the front. No, you do not get to sit in the front. Here's why. Here is where the equity comes in and you're only going to be stuck in this seat if you hate it for three or four weeks. Or if you love that seat, embrace it. Soak all the joy you can out of it. You're only gonna be there for three or four weeks. Having a seating chart or not is entirely up to you, but I urge you to consider the needs of your insecure students and your gregarious students, the students who are comfortable only with one person or those who are not comfortable with any. And of course, as I adjust the seats every three to four weeks, I will take those things into consideration. But generally, I want every student to meet, converse with, work with, associate with, and treat with respect every single one of their classmates. When I taught basic English a couple of years ago, I was very surprised at the immediate response of so many students. I cannot work with him. I will not sit by her. You can't make me do that. You can't make me sit there. They, these students, came from a very tight-knit community. They had been in special ed together for years, and lines were pretty clearly drawn about whose allies were whose, and with whom we would or would not associate. Broaching the subject of love and acceptance irrespective of the past was 
a challenge, but a necessary one. However, that particular class was an exception to the pattern I had encountered through the years. Mostly students accept the idea that a teacher has the authority to assign seats and they are excited to get new seats. There's a change coming. You can see something new every first of the month or every three weeks or however often you split it up. And your subs will thank you if you have a seating chart that the students are very familiar with and with which they comply on a daily basis. Have a seating chart. It's the right thing to do.